machine learning. Uh, logistics regression versus uh, support vector machines. The linear regression uh, uses a loss function. And um, what the loss function means is it penalizes the for error. And so it uses a, a logistics function um, so that for the items that are incorrectly classified, they have a high penalty, uh, uh, close to one. And the ones that are correct have a, a low penalty closer to zero. And so, um, whereas a support vector machine uses a hinge loss function where the um, penalty uh, for incorrect is um, one and uh, the ones that are correct are zero penalties. So that's hence the hinging effect. Um, support vector machines can be linear. You can set up a linear SVC um, and then you can fit your data and you can score it. Uh, so what happens is they create a, um, a variable or boundary, variable boundary, class boundaries, and you have, uh, it represents basically a slope. And so you have two different classes. Let's say you have a red class and a, a blue class. And then you, the, the line that separates those two classes is called the boundary line. And, uh, the di the distance between the boundary line to the class is called the margin. Um, so now the the line has different coefficients uh, and a y-intercept. So you can um, what the the algorithms the classifiers do is they change the coefficients. So that has the effect of changing the slope of the boundary line uh, and increases uh, the accuracy so you you don't get overfitting or underfitting and uh, then you have a y-intercept which is uh, where the uh, line crosses the y-axis so um, you could also have so a nonlinear support vector machine and that's set up as a SVC type, and you can fit, and then you can score uh, your... So the fit is going to build that um, uh, linear separability, and uh, and then when you do the score, you can, it'll then tell you um, what, whether or not those coefficients have correctly set up... Um, a boundary line that that is going to be close to uh, not going to be overfitting or underfitting. Okay, so for linear regression, uh, linear regression is a classifier. You can set that up um, by instantiating it with uh, logistics regression. You fit it, uh, but instead of scoring, 
uh, we look at the probability of the classes, where the class is going to fit and the probability of being correct or, um, or non-correct. And then we can look, uh, based on those that probability, uh, we can know whether or not it's correctly fitting. Classification, when the Y categories, um, Y values are categories, so that means that there is one or more targets, and so you would use the two categories uh, in like deep learning to give multiple uh, possible outputs. Um, logistics regression, you would use um, a uh, one one value where you could say y equals one or y equals equals two, y equals three. The linear classifier learns linear decision boundaries. Linear separability occurs if it can perfectly it can be explained by the linear classifier. So what that means is that if you had everything on the one side, uh, one class on the uh, one side of the linear classifier and another class on the other side, so you had the blue on one side and the red on the other, that you have a um, you have linear separability, or in other words, it could be completely explained by that linear classifier. Multi-class is set up uh, using the logistics regression multi-class, and it means that it has three or more categories. Uh, so. Uh, one of the uh, logistics regression has positive or negative to determine what side of the boundary you're on. So if you're on one side of the boundary, you're positive. On the other side, you're negative. And that's called, uh, that's called the model output. So you, the logistics regression has coefficients. This uh, coefficient is C-O-F-E. F underscore and it has the y intercept which is intercept underscore those can be um, set or they can be read and uh, you could then plot you can plot your x and y and uh, based on that linear separable you, uh, you can see uh, the predictions and the errors and then you can print out those errors based on um, what it's predicting for X. The loss function of li linear regression uses a minimizing loss function. Loss function tells us how poorly the model is doing at predicting on the training data. Fit is running code to minimize the loss. So a natural loss for classification problems is the number of errors made. So it totals up the number of errors made. So you have zero for correct predictions and one for incorrect predictions. And the way it does that is uh, it uses the model and detects where there are errors, and that's going to sum to a one. And where there's correct predictions, it'll sum to a zero. So you, one way to, to look at uh, the square error is to analyze which ones are true and then subtract what um, the predictions are and then raise that to the second power. 
that'll give you the R squared. R squared value uh, tells you uh, the degree of error that you have in the system, in the model. So what you want to do is you want to minimize, uh, you want to minimize the error. Loss is the difference between the true and the predicted. And so the way the model is able to uh, do that is through a sign function. A sign function produces a raw model in either a positive or negative halves. The raw model is negative one for incorrect and positive one for correct. So the logistic loss diagram, uh, loss decreases as the corrections are predicted correctly. Versus if you look at a support vector machine, um, you would use the hinge function and it would then take uh, one minus the raw model output and so it penalizes uh, for incorrect and uh, um, sets the zero for loss for correct. And one of the things that's interesting is the, what, the support vectors that don't contribute to the support vector machine can be removed. So you can exclude those. And that, that allows support vector machines to run fast. So only um, the uh, only the model elements that are contributing to the prediction uh, in the fit equation uh, should be kept, and the rest can be discarded. So now logistics regression, we talk about complexity. It's a lot like tree complexity. Um, the larger the uh, complexity, the more chance we have of variance or overfitting. And so we want to we get to that generalized function where you have high accuracy uh, in your test and also... Uh, reasonable accuracy in your training. And one way to do this is through regularization. Regularization combats overfitting by making the coefficients smaller. And uh, so if you use a small c value in when you're uh, initializing your logistics regression, uh, it means that it'll do more regularization. And so... Uh, what the regularization is doing is if you look at your uh, classifier line, if it's uh, if, if you look at the sigmoid function uh, where you're going from 0 to 1 and the halfway point is 0.5, then um, your coefficients should be close to 0.5. And that's regularization, so it's reducing down the size of those coefficients. Um, re regularization penalizes large values of the coefficients. Regularized loss equals original loss plus a large coefficient penalty. More regularization equals um, lower training accuracy, but improves uh, testing accuracy. And uh, regularization can cause you to fit 
less uh, reducing overfitting of the data. So there's two types of regularization. You have lasso regularization, which is L1, and uh, ridge um, regularization, which is L2. And we use lasso regularization to determine uh, which features are contributing in the model. And uh, so that's helpful for knowing uh, which features are most important. So we could set up the logistic regression uh, by default, it's an L2, but we could set the penalty to L1 using the lasso. We can fit it. Uh, then we can plot out the coefficients by doing the COEF underscore dot flatten. And we put that into a plot and we can compare uh, L1 to L2. Training and validation errors initialize on empty sets. We can just set up a list. Um, we can feed in different values for C. We can have small values and large values. And then uh, we can plot them using the semi-log X. We, so we can take those training errors and validation errors. Um, for training errors, we can score uh, using the logistic regression dot score, passing the X train and the Y train. And then the um, validations, we can pass in the X validation and Y validation values and uh, get a score for them. And then we can plot those, those scores out. Um, lasso. The way we do that is we set the penalty equal to L1, L1's lasso. Uh, we set up a um, KV fold, so grid search CV. We can pass in um, um, the classifier, which would be the logistic regression classifier. And then we could set um, C equal to a list of uh, values from starting with small, like 0 0.001. Uh, 0 0.01, 0 0.1, 1, and 10. And then we can take um, that variable returned by grid search CV and fit it to the X train and Y train. And then we can look at see which one had the best parameters. And uh, by doing the dot best underscore params underscore. And then we could also look to see which to find the number of non-zero coefficients, which uh, use the best underscore estimator. And uh, then we can see the total number of coefficients and the number of um, selected features by counting the non-zero coefficients. Um, coefficients, they get the indices of the sorted coefficients. Okay, so what we're looking for is um, coefficients that are positive and coefficients that are negative. And so um, the ones that are positive will be um, in one part of the list and the ones that are negative will be in the other part of the list. <coughs> So again, logistic regression as a probability. The decision boundary is uh, 0 
So red, again, the red class would be uh, greater than 0 0.5, and the blue would be less than 0 0.5. Uh, when regularization is turned on, C equals 1, then the model coefficient is closer to 0.5. So if you don't have regularization turned on, you're, um, you'll have uh, coefficients that are larger, then once you set the regularization on, then you'll have coefficients that are closer to 0.5. Two features equal equates to two coefficients. So the, that's your um, coefficient count is the number of features. The magnitude gives you your confidence level. The coefficients give the slope of the line. The sigmoid function squashes the raw model output to between 0 and 1 and uh, 0.5 then we're on the boundary so that's how to look at the sigmoid function <coughs> so the way to set the regularization strength is to set the value for c as the parameter for logistics regression um, we then can fit and plot the model and we can use the uh, probabilities to determine um, where uh, the the max uh, probabilities after fitting where the class will will lie uh, we can set a regularization to a smaller value and then we can plot that and then look at the probabilities also and uh, try to figure out which one would produce the best results we can show the uh, confidence by look by analyzing the um, probability index. It's produced after you fit the logistic regression. Now, there's when you do logistics regression for classifying, uh, you can you can use the target and you can specify if the target is equal to a value. And that would then uh, have a that same effect as slicing the target for that particular pattern, and so that you can uh, you can see uh, you could fit for different uh, for different patterns when you have multiple uh, multiple target outputs, and so each one of the those target outputs would have um, its own logistic regression. Or uh, you could just, you can do it that way, or you can fit X and Y and then look at the prediction of uh, X and then may, uh, see what the output um, is that way. The predicted output, so there'll be uh, three different outputs that way. Add, uh, so, the the first technique is called one versus rest uh where and then the second one will you set up uh with multi class equal multinomial or soft max and then our the solver is equal to l b f g s you fit it and then you can look at your coefficient shape um
So there's a lot to uh, logistics regression. It's basically the beginnings of uh, neural nets. There's the um, the logistic regression. Um, it is it uh, supports both a linear model. So for um, and uh, it has the hyperparameter, which is the inverse of the regularization strength, and then it has the penalty, which is the type of uh, regularization, L1 or L2. And then you can set up multi-class as multinomial or softmax with the solver equal LBFGS. Um, the support vector machine, you can either use uh, linear SVC, or you can use SVC. The SVC is the kernel SVM. It uses a C hyperparameter, which is again the inverse regularization strength. Uh, you can specify the type of kernel. Add uh, GAMBA. Now GAMBA is the smoothest, uh, smoothest RBF is smoothest. If you have a large GAMBA, then uh, you'll have uh, almost 100% accuracy but then you compromise on generalization. So sometimes making a smaller um, gamma will create a boundary line and it'll smooth out that boundary line. You could use LGD classifier, which is your um, stochastic grade descendant classifier. And uh, it will do both logistic or SVM by specifying in the parameter a loss uh, equals log for log logistic regression and loss equals hinge for SVM. And uh, then you could pass in uh, your uh, loss type and the penalty. So the loss would be either hinge or log and the penalty would either be L1 or L2. So, um, sport vectors are, the sport vector machine, I think, is going to be pretty popular because of the fact it can be run as kernels. You can run the support vector machine as a R RBF kernel, and uh, by controlling the gamma, you control the boundary smoothness. And uh, that helps for generalization. And then if you want to uh, use a kernel, you can use SVC, and then the kernel equals linear. And uh, you can set up um, a smaller subset of vectors that are based on the SVM support so that they're supporting to the fit and uh, then you can use that uh, in your classification for optimization and speed. So that those are some nice features there. And uh, logistic regression is gonna use all the data points where um, support vector machines are only gonna use the points that um, are supporting to a correct pr prediction.